My cat pulls a screen of my bedroom window open with her claws and drops out onto my roof. I watch her as she stands with placid stillness, the wind ruffling her fur, and then suddenly scampers after a socket up pedal that flutters up the angled tiles. She keeps her belly low and her claws sheathed, seemingly fully aware that one wrong step could send her tumbling down the rough tiling and over the edge. The sight of that socket up pedal somehow here and drifting across my roof makes me laugh. Well, we can't go out for Hanami, but I guess the wind still brought the sakura to us. I follow my cat out onto our roof, a sloping, tiled area that is above my first floor dining room. It is hemmed in on two sides by the walls of my house, so it feels safe, enclosed, but also open. From its small oasis, you can see the southern winter sky light up with Orion and collections of unnamed stars, all framed by a demi-lune of the city I grew up in. Yukia sees me come out and runs to greet me, her eye darting around curiously, slightly overwhelmed by everything there is to see. I sit down, pulling my knees up to my chest, and she darts after another sakura pedal as it dances across the tiles, caught once again in the wind. Gazing outward at the city, I can't help but sigh. It feels so lonely. I wish that I could take off, right on the back of the wind, to a place above this city. Maybe then I could reach the people I so desperately wanted to see. I fall into a lull of contemplation. My cat wants to get out. Don't we all? And hey, she even figured out how to open a window so she could get what she wanted. Maybe I can, too. Yukia settles down beside me, a few feet away, sharing our small patch of isolation. We have the sky. We have the wind. We even have sakura blossoms. And for now, it's just us two, sitting on our rooftop, our little window of the world. I pull my jacket more tightly around myself, knowing I will be out here for a while. This is Mireille, and that was Lauren reading her piece, Cats and Rooftops, published in this year's edition of the Daruma magazine. While teachers of ASIJ have integrated new teaching methods and faculty members have maintained communication, students have taken quick action to promote projects and clubs. We've covered fitness, education, health, and more during our What's the Dealio DLP series. But for this episode, we're focusing on Daruma, the club most widely known for its literary arts magazine that has been published for almost 50 years at ASIJ. As a club known for its traditions, how have they preserved or adapted their ways to fit with the obstacles of distance learning? Next up, we have Noah interviewing Marina and Clara, leaders of Daruma and creators of the DLP Silver Linings Project. Hi guys, I'm Noah with What's the Dealio, and I'm here with... Marina. So, uh, tell me, what do you guys do for Ruma? Um, we're the publicity directors and the group leaders, so basically we help with publicizing the, pro- the submission deadlines and the new themes where we get our submissions for. And we also lead discussion among our small groups, which are just literally our small groups where we um, discuss about choosing which submissions we want to accept and publish on the physical magazine and the Instagram page. Yeah. And I also, during the school year before quarantine, I was taking photos of the artists that got published and yeah, helping with making the profiles on them because we did interviews for the artists that we publish in the magazine and the Instagram. So without school, it can be hard for a lot of clubs to meet and operate. So tell me, how has Daroma 
gotten over these issues uh, and what have they done over the distance learning period? Um, so for Daruma, we've been like, we've been contacting. So first of all, um, we were able to get Quotidian out before distance learning started, which is our winter theme. So we were able to publicize that with like posters, physical posters around the school. So that was okay. And then we chose the artworks that people submitted for Quotidian. And then after that, we actually um, like chose a theme called Window that's actually based around um, the idea, like what we've been experiencing during the coronavirus. So that's kind of something that we did new instead of like following with a traditional thing that we were thinking of from the start of the year, we kind of switched it up and chose a thing that was based around distance learning. Yeah, I'll talk about the publicizing part during quarantine. Um, we basically made posters. We still made posters, but then we would um, publish it on online like places and just um, tell our friends to submit. It could be like direct contacting our friends and just, yeah. That's what we did. So um, I've heard about this uh, project, Silver Linings. Could you tell me a bit about that? Um, yeah, this is actually not related to Daruma. And this is supposed to be our AP language project, end of oh. the year link project. But we kind of got the idea from Daruma. Actually, Marina came up with this idea. So do you want to explain on that? Yeah, sure. So, um, I was thinking about how, like, um, during quarantine, like, when I go outside, I've seen people, like, spending time with their family, like, having a good time and, like, talking with each other outside. And, like, I thought that there were, it kind of inspired me to, like, think about, like, the positives that have been happening during um, quarantine or, like, the good things that um, have come out of it, like, new passions or, like, new interests or like things that you've been able to do that you usually don't have time for. So we kind of wanted to like appreciate that more because I don't think ASIJ has like a platform where we we were that is that focuses on like the good parts about um, distance learning or quarantine. Cause like, yeah. So that's why we thought it would be cool if we could make a website where we kind of focus on that and gather like people's silver linings which is the things they've come to appreciate during this time yeah that's really cool that's really nice um so kind of focusing back on i guess more daruma what's something that not a lot of people know about the club that you might want them to know like those hidden little secrets we actually spend quite a lot of time and effort choosing the pieces that we are going to publish on the magazine and on instagram and also, I don't think a lot of people know that we actually conduct interviews with the um, artist or the poet or like the writer who wrote those pieces or um, created those pieces. And we post them on our Instagram page. So it would be really nice if more people could visit our Instagram page, which leads to our website, our official Daruma website. And um, our Daruma website has those interviews and the profile pictures. Our last question. Um, what's your favorite thing about Daruma, whether being in it or just about the club in general? Um, I think for Daruma, I really like, um, I really like 
like looking at what people have submitted and then reading what people have written and also what they've like drawn or their artworks or their photos and just looking at like what's going on like be like because usually we can never like see people's artworks that much like close up I feel like we don't take the time to like look at those kind of things every day so it's kind of fun to be able to look at those things like artworks more like and like I don't know it's fun to talk about those things and talk about writing and like because I really like photography so I feel like it's helped me like reconnect with it also because usually these days I don't have that much time to do like artistic things so yeah Daruma kind of helps me like go like reconnect with those passions like art that I have passions yeah, related also, to art. Daruma submissions come as anonymous so it's really interesting to find out who actually wrote those pieces or created those artworks and sometimes it's really unexpected like someone that I would have never imagined like drawing these types of um, pictures would draw those and we will publish them it's really interesting to just like see who did everything all right that's about our time uh thank you so much for coming thank you thank you hey everyone it's jacob foster back with the final segment and what is going to be my final world news highlights at asij thanks to everyone who listened whether on the announcements earlier this year or on the What's the Dealio podcast right now. All right, enough sentimentality. Here's the news. In the Philippines, President Rodrigo Duterte is relaxing the lockdown in the capital, Manila. The city, which had been the country's epicenter of coronavirus infections, had suffered as the economy weakened and the government spent heavily to feed millions of poor families who had been restricted to their homes under quarantine regulations. In the Philippines, Quarantine had been imposed by police and military forces, but starting on Monday, June 1st, the restrictions on metropolitan Manila will lessen. Businesses, public transport, and other work will resume, but some preventative measures will remain in effect. Classes are still suspended, and physical distancing will be a requirement. Duterte warns that the danger is far from over, stating, Remember that the entire nation is still under quarantine. The state has every right to control your movement if you pass on a contagion to the population. In Hong Kong, as the protests over the extradition law earlier this year were stalled by COVID-19, China has officially ratified a plan on Thursday, May 28th, to establish a national security law that exerts Beijing's control over the territory. This comes as a bid to prevent the return of the often violent protests earlier last year though the government sought to assure the citizens that this new law would not infringe on their freedoms. This, of course, has been protested by the pro-democracy opposition, who described it as the end of the core values that set the former British colony apart from mainland China. From now on, Hong Kong is nothing but just another mainland Chinese city, pro-democracy lawmaker Claudia Most stated. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam conversely claims that the new laws would, quote, sanction an extremely small minority of criminals who threaten national security and not affect the legitimate rights and the freedoms enjoyed by Hong Kong residents. The United States, meanwhile, has been rocked by protests over the death of one George Floyd, a 46-year-old African-American man 
died while in police custody when a white officer handcuffed him and kneeled on Floyd's neck for several minutes as Floyd pleaded that he could not breathe. In reaction, protests against police brutality have erupted in which crowds have ended up looting and setting fire to businesses in Minneapolis, Denver, New York, and Oakland. President Donald Trump has threatened to call in the National Guard, labeling the protesters as thugs, while in New York, officers have arrested at least 40 people at the protests, charging them with civil disobedience. Tear gas and rubber bullets have otherwise been used to try and control some of the crowds. The officer who kneeled on Floyd's neck, three others were fired on Tuesday, May 26th, but the situation remains absolutely unresolved as the mayor of Minneapolis has called for the officer to be criminally charged. You can follow this story on pretty much any US news site to see how it develops. This week's news comes from Reuters, the Associated Press, The Guardian, New York Times, and The New Yorker. That's all for now. As always, thank you so much for listening. And this is Jacob, signing out for the last time. Hi, everyone. This is Solomon with a special What's the Dealio announcement. Our end-of-year episodes are coming up, with our first one being a celebration of ASIJ's Class of 2020, and our second one being a special recap of the school year. Check out our Instagram, at ASIJ underscore podcast, or our website, dealio.asij.ac.jp, to get more information and specific release dates. Thanks for listening to What's the Dealio this school year. As always, you can find the rest of our episodes at dealio.asij.ac.jp, on Hanabi, or on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ASIJ underscore podcast, and tune in next week for the start of our end-of-year specials. Thanks for listening. Thank you.